As we all know, as a species, we call ourselves Homo sapiens. The genus is Homo, as in human, and sapiens translates as wise. So, I guess we think we're pretty smart. We can do some amazing things with our big, complex brains, like language, for instance. We can create models of the world around us in our head and manipulate those models. We can then communicate our ideas to others. That's why we can build a sprawling metropolis and go to the moon. It's the power to produce everything from relativity theory to cheeseburgers. With such great ability usually comes a weakness. With us, it's the tendency to, to believe the stories we tell ourselves and others. We can be convinced that our model of the world, which includes our image of ourselves and our opinion of others, is accurate. And we can act out of that conviction, thus creating suffering for ourselves and others. In fact, we seldom realize that we are doing this because it's so ingrained in the habitual. Stress and upset are good clues that there is a discrepancy between what we believe about this life and this life as it is, especially when it comes to what we believe about ourselves in relation to others. We just don't like not knowing. We would rather embrace a bad answer than have no answer at all. I don't know what someone is thinking, so I make up a story based on what I believe or what I expect. Look at the face she is making. She must be mad at me. Well, the heck with her. What I didn't know was that she didn't sleep well last night and has a headache. But I react out of my belief, start an argument, and we're off to the races. One aspect of continuing Zen practice is a growing awareness of this problematic feature of human nature. We begin to see our beliefs and attachments for what they are. And within this expanded awareness, their effort on our functioning diminishes us. Anger or upset may still arise, but we can be the bigger container of this moment awareness and not be led around by the nose by every emotion thought that arises. In our Zazen, we discover and develop a remarkable ability that we all possess. We call it being present or being just this moment. It doesn't require special skills, and there's no secret formula. It's the simplest thing we can do, and yet, due to our inherited reactive habits, it can be challenging. But we have the tools we need at hand. In basic terms, they are persistence, consistence, and compassion. Persistence is sitting on that cushion when we don't feel like it. Actually, that's the best time to sit, but... It's making our practice effort when we have doubts about the value of it. And it's in giving ourselves up to support our practice and the practice of others by simply showing up and being there 
without expecting reward or recognition. Consistence is realizing that our practice is not just on the cushion. Every aspect of our life presents opportunities for our practice. This is the zazenning that Genyo talks about. When we believe that our practice is just a part of our life and don't see that our practice is the whole of our life, we are ignoring the only teacher, life as it is. As for compassion, a reporter once asked a Zen teacher what this practice was all about. Teacher replied, 10,000 regrets. And you have compassion for the person who makes their best effort and still falls short of their own expectations. Do you recognize this person? Compassion is the most important element in our practice. Doing our zazen is to show compassion for ourselves. Doing zazenning is to show compassion for all beings. In Zen practice, we have a phrase, not knowing is most intimate. So our Zen practice is about shining a light on ourselves and our life and embracing the human nature, the Buddha nature, that we manifest in all of its shades and variations. This is the light of enlightenment. The Buddha said we all have this light, or we all are this light. Perhaps we just need to learn how to plug it in and turn it on. Knowing how it works is not required. Can we be just who we are and what we are without needing to figure it out? Can we joyously embrace our life with all its trials and tribulations in the midst of not knowing? I think we can. The Buddha said we can. It's certainly worth a try. In fact, it's worth the effort of a lifetime. When Joko was asked what criteria she used to decide her Dharma successors, she said that it's not always the smartest person or the one who has practiced the longest. What she looked for first, she said, is someone who won't give up. All our practice takes is our sincere effort, moment by moment, and to not give up. Thank you.